0: Someone's gonna get killed soon. That's just that's just the fact of the situation. Just because they wanna like stream and have some fun with other people on the internet, they're gonna get killed. And that's because we're still seeing this trend of people making false 911 calls on streamers. Right, swatting is back in the news. People having a goal to send a massive crowd of police to a person's house for no reason. All because some asshole either wants someone to get hurt or they just find it entertaining for people with loaded weapons to bust in on someone live streaming. Most recently, this happened to a creator by the name of Ludwig who got swatted while he was streaming a chess tournament. But here's the thing, swatting, it's not a new thing. And it's also not a new thing for Him. It's not his first rodeo. This has happened before. He said, you know, I'm not too shaken up by this incident and granted He had some words for the person responsible to
1: the motherfucker who swatted me who's watching this who wasted about 55 minutes of my day Congratulations You did it 55 minutes of my day down the drain. Here's the thing about you though You got 55 years ahead of you that you are poised to waste 55 years that you are set up to just blow through doing everything absolutely nothing with your life. You might as well, while you're here, do something effective with your time. Make an imprint. Be a positive impact. Change the lives of those around you. Now, if you get your rocks off on this, good job. All right? This will be the one thing you do, then you die, then that's it. Pee-pee, poof, bye-bye. GG, no re. It feels to me empty. If that's what you want, is 55 minutes of my Sunday taken up? Go for it. TikTok does the same thing. All right, to me every single day, 55 minutes down the drain, it's not that big of a deal.
0: But Ludd also later saying the primary feeling that he has right now is just utter annoyance. With him specifically calling out what he described as the ineptitude of the Los Angeles Police Department. Saying every time this happens, there's a ton of cop cars outside, there's a helicopter
1: swirling, but. Because every time it's happened before, they say, hey, give us a phone number and we'll call you when it happens again. Because of that, I always have my phone on me while I stream, right here. I'm I, I'm prepared for a phone call. The problem is they've never called.
0: They're saying that the LAPD has the solution right at their fingertips. They've even proposed it, but they're not actually following through on it. And instead of being like, oh, hey, we'll keep that in mind for next time, Ludwig says their response is usually telling him to just get a different job. But also, he knows that there is a disconnect in communication. That the operator receiving the call isn't in on this, that the police that then get dispatched are just doing what they're being sent to do. I would love
1: so very dearly to yell at who comes to my house and be like, you fucking dumbass. I, you've come multiple times. I've told you my number. You know I'm a YouTuber. You can literally go to my stream and see a camera. Camera that displays what I'm doing and adding that whoever shows up probably isn't the person that could stop this from happening again. So I'm basically yelling at the at the equivalent of a barista at a Starbucks that happens to have a gun telling them they're being dumb. When they are like, well, I don't give a shit, bro, you can talk to corporate or my manager, because I'm neither of those.
0: With Ludwig also saying the LAPD actually damaged his place this time. Detailing how when they walked through his attic, which is the set for his The Yard podcast, they literally fell through the ceiling and made a massive mess. Though, Ludwig's saying he considers that a silver lining, even if he's saying that just to kind of joke through it.
1: So now I get to get paid by the police department. Shit!
0: <laughs> Now this is why I say every time, someone is going to get killed again. Because remember, it's happened before. Innocent lives have been lost because of assholes who decide to swat. It's not a prank. You are putting a person's life at risk and seemingly no one can feel safe if someone as large as Ludwig is still not able to stop anything. But, you know, with this shitty story, of course, I'd love to know your thoughts on what we're seeing here. It would have never got this out of hand if it wasn't for that DeFranco guy. What do you want me to make you?
1: Peanut butter and jelly. Oh,
0: that sounds good. You wanna say anything? Oh, you don't want to say anything?
1: I want to film with you a little later after your work.
0: Oh, you don't want to? You, 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 is this kind of filming boring? Yeah. Oh, what kind of filming's fun?
1: Showing how good we're playing at robot.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So shut up, Philly D.
0: Okay, Philly, can I get some more thumbnails, please? I gotta get more outrageous here. Ooh, mommy, ooh, daddy, may I have another is something that someone is going to be saying in Missouri in the very near future because of this news. Or the very least, they should do it to fuck with the asshole that's actually going to be a part of it. Right? So if you haven't seen the news, there's this school district in Missouri that is bringing back spanking. Or paddling, to, to be more specific, with the superintendent announcing last week that, hey, we're bringing this back because parents said we want more punishments other than suspension. Also saying, hey, we're not gonna be slapping sheep willy-nilly don't worry you just need to give us permission first and then a teacher can use reasonable physical force on the student but do it in a way that quote has no chance of bodily injury or harm also there has to be a witness of this overworked underpaid person uh, putting hands on your child i guess to make sure they don't go too hard or have too much fun also if you're like how i originally was where i was like okay maybe this is like a rule change but it's not going to be used like who's actually out there hitting kids at school well it turns out not zero in fact according to the most recent data we have on this the the 20- to 2018 school year, about 70,000 children in public school were punished physically during that school year. With a 2016 study reportedly finding that boys, black children, and children with disabilities were more likely to be paddled than other children. And in fact, corporal punishment is still legal in 19 states. Because thanks to a Supreme Court decision in 1977, it is a state by state decision. And honestly, I'll say all of this, kind of insane to me. But I mean, just off the bat, I'm against physical violence to, to try and discipline children, and so is the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Psychology Association. Saying it's not effective, it can give students trauma and uh, most of the pushback are from people like i got hit and i'm fine that's cool i got hit and it just led to me hating my mom and needing a lot of therapy i am who i am today not because but in spite of my childhood but then also with with the people i don't see eye to eye with regarding this some of y'all are also going to give a fucking stranger some random teacher the ability to hit your child just the thought of some other person putting their hands on my child i'll fucking kill you like i love my dad from the bottom of my heart he's also not a hitter but if he hit my son i I'm going to drop your ass. Are you kidding me? And I, and I feel for these kids because now all of a sudden they're not even safe at school. And so that's why, yeah, the, the beginning of this video kind of started with a joke. Say, ooh, mommy, ooh, daddy. But if you're one of these fucking poor kids, the only thing you can do is make it weird for these fucking sickos. And honestly, I think the people pushing for this should probably be investigated. You sick, sick weirdos. And then, you know, when you're running a small business, every second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment, which is why I want to thank today's sponsor, stamps.com phil. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season. And personally, with stamps.com, I love how convenient and cost-effective this is for me and my business. I can get all the mailing and shipping done without even leaving my house, which you know I love doing. I made a whole office so I could be here all the time. And you can print official US postage from your computer 24/7, no special supplies or equipment needed. And preparing for the chaos of holiday mailing and shipping is important. And with stamps.com/fill, you get exclusive discounts on post office rates like 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS rates. And more than ever, especially with inflation, every dollar counts. Stamps.com saves me time and money freeing me up to produce the show, make the next drop, or just live life. So get ahead of the holiday chaos this year and go to stamps.com/fill to get a 4-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no risk, no long-term commitment no contracts, and never go to the post office again. Also, in other school news that's not all that mess, we should talk about Columbus, Ohio. Last week, we talked about the Columbus Education Association voting to strike after failing to reach a contract agreement with the school board following months of negotiations. With the strike being the district's first in decades, and meant that the first day of school for kids in the district took place online with substitutes while roughly 4,500 staff members picketed. But now the big news is after a week-long strike, an agreement has been made. It's a new three-year contract that was approved by around 71% of union members, and it actually included many of the CEA asks, including guarantees all student learning areas will be climate controlled with adequate heating and cooling systems by the beginning of the 2025-2026 school year, a reduction in class sizes across all grades, paid parental leave for teachers as well as salary increases, and provisions to ensure that there are more full-time art, music, and PE teachers in each school. And here's what I'll say, this is good news for members of the CEA, they should definitely be celebrating this, but also, I think it's important to remember, this is all happening while we're also seeing an incredibly alarming nationwide shortage of educators and school staff, many of whom feel they are underpaid and undervalued in a country with skyrocketing and and increased polarization about what's being taught in schools. Are we seeing crackdowns on history lessons, book bans? And regarding staff, a recent survey by Education Week this summer, it found that nearly three out of every four principals said that they had an insufficient number of candidates for teachers, bus drivers, food service workers, and other essential staff this year. It's so bad that according to reports, multiple short staff school districts are now literally hiring students to do custodial and administrative work. To which, hey, uh, you know, I, I try to see the silver linings in life. When I was young, I was a go-getter. I started working at the age of 14. You know, I could see this being a helpful way for them to get money and gain jobs job experience. But even if you try to see that as a silver lining, there's also tons of jobs that students can't do. Like there was a new survey that found that 88% of schools are dealing with bus driver shortages. And that's with around 67% of schools also saying they believe that there is a direct link between the lack of reliable transit and student attendance. And that makes sense because as Axios reported today, the shortage, that means routes are being eliminated, walking boundaries are being expanded, and students are facing longer travel and wait times. But get this, and it's gonna shock you. Do you know what districts are not having these problems? Places that have increased pay and benefits for drivers. Isn't it crazy how that works? Surprise, motherfucker. But I really don't have a ton of hope for a system where teachers literally have to go on strike because they don't want to fucking freeze to death during the winter. Where the way that you get school supplies for your classroom is to make a fucking Amazon wish list. We're failing the kids in our country in so many different ways, it's almost impressive.
1: Pakistan has been devastated by what it calls a climate catastrophe—serious climate catastrophe. It's a catastrophe caused by climate change. So, if you
0: want to get a glimpse of what climate change is going to look like this century, here you go. Because Pakistan right now is struggling to stay afloat in one of the worst humanitarian disasters this century, with floods of biblical proportion just washing away entire villages and farmlands, reportedly destroying more than 1,800 miles of road, at least 130 bridges, and damaging nearly half a million homes as of Monday. This is affecting. 33 million people it's displaced 3 million a thousand people have died since june 200 just over the weekend And as this man explains The rain destroyed my house my livestock were all lost my fields devastated Only our lives were saved nothing else is left Now you're seeing people up to their necks in water others being pulled to safety by rescuers forced to use things like a bed frame and some Rope you got this boy stranded on some rocks in the middle of a gushing stream being rescued by a helicopter with powerful floodwaters even bringing down a multiple story building. And all this coming during the country's eighth monsoon cycle, even though it normally only has around three to four cycles of rain, according to the climate change minister. With reports that some regions have received 600% more rainfall than usual. But also, in addition to the rainfall, some of this flooding has come from bursting glaciers. Pakistan Pakistan's actually home to more of them than anywhere else outside the poles, with over 7,000. So with rising global temperatures caused by climate change, a historic heat wave thrashing South Asia since May, we've seen many rapidly melting, creating glacial lakes that are just waiting to dump millions of cubic meters of water and debris on unsuspecting Communities in a matter of hours, which is exactly what happened to one mountainside village this year that was devastated. Now, as far as the government's response, you have Pakistan's climate change ministers saying, We've had to deploy the Navy for the first time to operate in Indo Pakistan because much of it resembles a small ocean. Saying, By the time this is over, we could well have one quarter or one third of Pakistan underwater, and adding, So suddenly we're at this ground zero of, of, uh... climate dystopia. And so over the weekend, you saw the government declaring a national emergency and deploying at least 6,500 soldiers to help civilian authorities and rescue and relief operations across the country. Also calling on the rest of the world to send aid, which some countries like Turkey and the United Arab Emirates did, landing cargo planes on Monday full of tents, food, and other supplies. As well as the United Nations last week, saying it allocated $3 million for UN aid agencies and their partners in Pakistan to respond. Those funds reportedly directed toward health, nutrition, food security, and water and sanitation services in flood-affected areas. And so of course with this, the catastrophe in Pakistan is. Is especially bad and it's important to note this but also let's not forget this is a global crisis this year we've seen heat waves droughts and wildfires in most regions of the world like the united states latin america europe africa india china australia and even though i hate saying it i cannot stress this enough it is only going to get worse but also do not confuse that with don't do anything don't prepare don't mitigate the harm we can strengthen our infrastructure increase relief funding and of course stop emitting greenhouse gases the way that we are right now and unfortunately that Happy note is where this story and today's show ends. As always, thank you for watching and being subscribed for my daily dives into the news. Also, if you need more news, I get covered here or in those links down below. But of course, as always, my name's Philip DeFranco. You've just been filled in. I love yo faces and I'll see you tomorrow.